how we're treating all of this is we know there's gold here. Like, hey, there was a shipwreck over in the Caribbean. Like someone dropped gold on the beach and we're just out here with metal detectors. Like, hey, where's the gold? What is the business model where this makes sense for everybody? And that's what we're constantly sniffing. So we're playing around. Yeah. Welcome to the Smart Nonsense Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, self-development, and challenging norms. Belky, today... I'm coming at you. I'm coming at today, you, Pop. <laughs> today, we're officially worth $200 billion. <laughs> back. Back. Last time you said that it lasted four days. It was Four days, it was, Max. No, it was, it was $200 million last time. How about 1,000x? Let's step it up. So, Belky, it's all over. It all gets shut down today. We're gonna get there. Pop, I'm it. coming at you, I'm coming at you from a gravel parking lot in Benson, Arizona. All right, I got my bean juice. I'm here. I don't know the agenda. <laughs> I don't know what you did last night. <laughs> we need it. We got a it's lot to over. talk about because this. Here's the thing. You think it's crazy because we're changing. We're like, oh, should we be an LLC or an S corp or a C corp or whatever else there is? We change that every day. How about changing our entire business model? <laughs> Wait, this is funny. But before we get to changing the entire business model, we have been laboring. I mean, laboring over the decision for what type of corporation Clipped Media should be and maybe this new thing we build, (laughs) Clipped the Marketplace. And yesterday, finally, we're like, fuck it. Nobody's helping us. Whatever MailChimp was, because they're they're similar to us. We're we're doing what Ben Chestnut did. That's it. And we fired those off and they were an LLC. But bootstrap. Then I went to grow massively, sell for billions. That's all we got to do. So your you buddy Basecamp was LLC. That's also right. got you really confused. Jason Freed from Jason Basecamp. Freed. Similarly minded to you. I love this lag we're working with. Nothing better than a good lag. Oh, I got That's, no lag. Oh, really? You're right there. You just talk over I'm right me. That's here. how it works. <laughs> He's right there. Hey. All right, Belky. I, I tweaked. I tweaked. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it happened. I was sick of shit. I, I know why. Let me just start. Okay. Game day. Why did I do it? Game day. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is, this is going to be... Okay. I, I, I really like this podcast. It's going to be insane because I tweaked for all of last night. I am on very few hours of sleep because I was just in my bed just like this. All this night. happens to you. All night long. This. <laughs> to nothing. To, to, to thin air. I, was, I woke up with 58 know, messages. Even... It's usually eight. <laughs> I was walking around on my terrace butt-ass naked last night at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I, I thought I was all alone, just like listening to music, thinking of ideas and shit. And then I look over at that pool, the one that... Oh, fuck. I'm charging my... Well, you can't see it, but it's behind. I always talk about it. And there are like, there, there's a couple in the pool. I don't know what they're doing. Probably something dirty, but At just four, four thirty. How about that? You shouldn't be a couple in the pool at four thirty. It's dangerous. Age. Neither should you be a lone lone dude just butt naked <laughs> running around with his AirPods in. Also true. But uh, all right, what triggered it? The the game day. You showed up to game day. I didn't go to game day. Um, I went to take a shower at the oh, campground you, instead. So oh, I didn't have the, I didn't have the rude awakening. Huh. Well, here's what happens with game day. We usually have uh, an awesome all hands call every Friday. It's like, hey, here's where the company is going. Let's talk about some fun shit with new people and other people we're welcoming to the team. And then we break off in little breakout rooms, which I recently figured out. And they're fun. They're like four or five people. You play games, you shoot the shit. I talk about my dating life a lot and it's kind of fun. Here's the problem. Yesterday, there were three people who are some of the least talkative on the team, newest on the team. All in the same room. Luckily, I joined that room. Oh, but so when I shit. did, um, hey, hey, you're welcome. So I joined the room, bringing the energy. But my first thing is like, oh, uh, sorry, like, oh, man, I get distracted. So I might have ADHD. I just saw a plane, like an F-16 looking plane, just go right, like, uh, <laughs> it goes like this. It was sick. Um, but so I joined. And I'm like, hey, y'all, sorry, I'm bringing English, but luckily I'm cool. Like something like that. And they just look at me like, what the fuck is this? It was, it was just absolute dead silence. 
I'm like, hey, sorry, because we're talking Tagalog. I'm like, hey, sorry, I speak in English. And they just look at me. I'm like, all right, this is a rough start. But then the new person, Kath, she's like, what do we do here? I'm like, okay, good thing I joined because I, I clearly didn't preface this to anyone else. Pistol Pete wasn't helping out. Eric wasn't quite helping out on that front. But it was just... I'll spare you the details. It was just a real tough trying to bring the fun. And uh, often, you know how I flounder most of the time when I try and small talk. It, small talk is really tough. It eludes really me. Tough. It eludes me. You know what uh, I so love about the all hands meetings? 30 minutes. Everyone's on mute, all 40 or so of us. And it's just a stand up routine for you. And I love it. I think it's hilarious. I hate it. I want to get out of it. So, because every time I have a panic attack right before, I'm like, why am I doing this? What's the purpose of life? So, uh, and I'm like, it, it's overwhelming. So, basically, you actually have uh, pretty quick wit. You have pretty quick wit. It's impressive. You're on your toes. Yeah, sometimes. Here's the problem. I remember it was my issue when I joined improv. And improv is like, hey, just say the first thing that comes out of your mouth. I'm like, I don't think you want to hear the first thing that comes out of my mouth. So the, the you are slow Mr. Radical was honesty. me going through two or three iterations of the first thing. You're just but in parallel universe. <laughs> You're running the algorithm. You're like, if I say this, head. right, I'm going down that path. <laughs> if I say this other thing, <laughs> radical honesty. I don't. Most of the time, I pick uh, a decent thing, but once in a while, I'll say something on pod like me running around naked or something weird, and then it's like, wow, Dylan said that. Um, <laughs> Oh, also, speaking of weird things. Matt Everyone's literally that, like, wow, Dylan said that. <laughs> and then we're like, onward. <laughs> onward. Just got to push on. But uh, everyone's muted, so they just kind of like look around, but they don't really. It's it's tough. Um, hey, Matt wanted to ask how Athena's doing. I uh, hope she's okay. Fantastic. Okay, awesome. I just had to get that. <sighs> okay. <laughs> he said fantastic. Uh, watch out. But... Uh, so yeah, I'm tweaking and I'm I'm starting to question everything. Yesterday was an interesting day because we're going into clips in 2022. That's why we're playing with all these different corporations. How are we going to structure? Like, are we going to raise money? Are we going to get bought out at some point? All these questions. But one of the biggest questions is, hey, what the hell do we do with Clip Media and Clip Marketplace? Sort of the two directions. Clip Media is what we're doing now. That's the agency, which we tried to productize in that we have just 10 for 10 one product. It's pretty dope. Um, it's still a bit of an agency, but we're trying to get Jack, Henry's brother, Belky's brother, to run that. But he's got a, a new new kid. I was going to say a new bank, but... Oliver. Uh, <laughs> Oliver Twist. <laughs> Olivier. They really dropped the ball in the ease, huh? Uh, so they have, they have their child and he's not going to be able to come on for at least a couple months if he does want to join. So that's kind of one issue we have is we're going to try and simultaneously run both. But we're most excited about the marketplace because that's this much more scalable version of what we're doing right now with our animation team. It's right. It's a, so, it's a managed marketplace. So it takes it takes us and all of our humans, like it takes us, it removes us from having to own the quality of our output. Right. right. Like if you go get Which, a ride on Uber, the managed marketplace the quality of your ride is dependent on the driver, not necessarily Uber. Uber gets you some baseline driver um, adequacy with background checks and right. driving tests. Whatever. Right. You never see someone with below like a 4.8 driving around in Uber. I don't even know if that exists. Uh, I've seen like 4.88 and I'm like, oh shit, this dude's sketchy. But uh, <laughs> I think that's what my ranking is too. Uh, but basically... We're going to build the marketplace. The question is, what business model should that take? And there are a ton. Like we Before, when I announced, oh, we're going to be a $200 million company by the end of this year or whatever it was, uh, I was we were thinking of Rev, <clears throat> the Rev business model, which is basically they have like 60,000 transcribers that if you have a video, audio, anything, you throw it there and they just get to work immediately and they're paid hourly, but you never see them. You don't see who's on the back end. It doesn't matter to you. It's not like, oh, pick your transcriber. And then you're like, oh, John looks like he's good English. That doesn't matter. Just make sure they're good enough. I guarantee like 99% accuracy and then just keep ripping and they can be invisible. So we're playing and with that to do that, we were, versus... We were going we to boil the whole product down to really just captioning, right? Because like captioning super objective. Right. You can't be like, I don't like the style of that. Well, it's just 
pretty words on screen and it's easy and quick to do. Right. So that was clipped V1, the one that we thought would blow off. It's basically every, I don't know, three, four months, I'll have this crazy brain blast and half the time it's a dumb idea, but it's going to at least be interesting for me. And Henry, (laughs) Henry's like, Hey, it might work. Let's try it out. That's kind of how I'm treating all of this or how we're treating all of this is we know there's gold here. Like basically like, Hey, there was a shipwreck over in the Caribbean and we're just out there with our fucking, well, the shipwreck probably not like someone dropped gold on the beach and we're just out here with metal detectors. Like, Hey, where's the gold? What is the business model where this makes sense for everybody? And that's what we're constantly sniffing. And, uh, so we're playing around here. Yeah. There's like Fiverr, which is you're essentially selecting who you work on. The projects are different, but their original model was like, Hey, one price point, five bucks. You come in, you buy it. They wanted to do sort of one click creative work, uh, kind of like Amazon of creative work. And then there's Upwork, which is a slightly different model. I think it's ongoing. <laughs> so you're hiring a freelancer for like months. Wait, Basically really a quick. bunch of different models. In high school, I was going to send a weather balloon to space. And I really, really, really liked money. So I went on Fiverr and I made a post. And for $5, I would put an index card with your name on it inside the payload for the weather balloon. Sold none. Sold none. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, so you're telling me I want this thing to pop at 100,000 feet. No one's going to see it and it's going to fall into the ocean. This guy's just keeping my money. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sir. <laughs> Easy. Don't mesh. Put it with the alarms. Wait, hold on. Who, what? What's he Let need? me get back. Let me get back. I'm coming back. We're back, baby. The Apple ecosystem. Did you ever get your AirPods? Dude. Uh, yeah, they refunded me. That was, that was success. Nice. Okay. Um, but one okay. timer and goes off and... <laughs> fucking hell and we're back yes the timer did go off for some reason it's like dylan wants to listen through his airpods so let me connect when the timer goes off but the timer plays out loud so i don't even get the point like why did my airpods connect whatever ecosystem point being we were trying to figure out and we are actively trying to figure out what is the best business model of these many models maybe it's a new one a completely different one that we haven't seen before but we know people want animators why Cause say yesterday, I'm listening to my first million podcast, Sam Park. He's like, Oh, I wanted to shoot this little video about me buying a home and I put it up on YouTube. And then Sean asked him, he's like, yo, how, how'd you, did you edit that yourself? He's like, yeah, I just hopped in Descript and just moved some shit around. And I don't know. It looks terrible, but like I did it. It's like, why does Sam Parr, who has 20 million plus dollars have to go in Descript and figure out how to edit himself and do it in a terrible way? It makes no sense to me. And I was listening to uh, Graham Stephan yesterday, who's the big money guy on YouTube. And he was like, yeah, I edit all my main channel videos still. I'm like, dude, you're worth so much money. Why are you doing this? Why does every creator also have to be this creative? It doesn't make sense. It's because the you have most all these amazing, unspecific knowledge. People. It's right. the most unspecific. And we both got started editing our own content. I think everyone on YouTube does. So like, if we're seeing only the people on YouTube that edit their own content. Imagine everyone else that never wanted to learn how to edit, that is still interesting and has some cool story worth sharing. So we want to essentially give voice to those people. Uh, that's the like kind of grander vision of things. How do we do that? So now we're talking to people that reach out to us that don't want to sign up for 10 for 10. And we're trying to probe like, hey, what would it look like clip the marketplace? Where you would be stoked, it would be super easy. You could just come on, we'd hook you up with an animator, and you just rip. Does that look like you're paying a hundred bucks a video, and every video is a hundred bucks, and it takes about a day, and you get it turned around? Is it a subscription model where you're like, oh, I just get access to an animator for a month, or it's like an on-demand model where you you come in and you're like, oh, I just I want this project, and you have to specify the details. So we've been playing around with that for clip market. And and what's your problem with Fiverr? Night. Before last night. Like because I you can used do it. all of this I on Fiverr. Still don't know. Right. And why haven't you used it? It just seems hard. It seems mm-hmm. like I've clicked in it and I'm like, there are a bunch of people I have to sort through. Granted they have reviews, so that kind of helps. But then I have to specify the project details. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. 
Um, with the podcast, for example, I didn't use Fiverr. I went to onlinejobs.ph and hired someone full-time. Why? Because I, I wanted them to... One, I didn't have money, so it was just more affordable than paying Fiverr every time. But two, they're, they learn smart nonsense. I wanted to build the system so we could just have a content factory. So I was in the subscriber mindset. And that's what we've been trying to figure out with a couple of people. This one guy, Don, from yesterday. Don, 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 Don. I come on and I'm asking him, I'm like, hey, what do you want? And he's like, dude, I just want like a cool animator. Y'all do it the best. Um, we pretty much hear from everyone. They don't know how to find people. When they try, it's, it's a terrible experience. Um, and so we're playing around with ideas or I'm playing around with ideas on the phone. We've heard in the past, Sean Puri, he's like, oh, I loved what you did when you set up my podcast studio where you just made a menu. You gave me like three to five different podcast studios of different creators. And you're like, pick one. We're going to make that. And granted, we had no idea what we were doing, but he tended to love the menu. So that kind of whittled down some of the choice decision fatigue that I had on Fiverr and Upwork when I just look at them. I still haven't really officially tried them yet, which I will. But uh, that was kind of the one thing was like, okay, we brought it down to three. We'll just give you Don. We'll give you three awesome animators. And he was like, well... um, all right, so you'll send them to me and then I'll interview them and then see who I want to go with. And I guess I'll handle like the pay side of things. I'm like, yo, Don, easy. A lot of assumptions. <laughs> he was just ripping. And what I realized is like, okay, one, people are used to, it's kind of uh, like they're used to interviewing people. There's also like, they have to be comfortable to trust us that we were giving them the three best animators. And then it's like they have to deal with the, the back end of how do you pay this person and like deal with all that. So just a bunch of problems to solve. Okay, I'm sorry I'm talking so much. Um, I like your I want voice. You to, <laughs> I like your voice. I like your but, voice. Uh, so basically, I, I talked to you after the call. Like I brought up all these issues. And you had the brilliant comparison which you said earlier. You're like, I think we have to make the Uber of video editing, of animation. You want you want to rip into that more in more detail, like what what that actually looks like. Oh, I was deep in a truck stop. How did that come about? How? Well, I was I I said the menu, and it's like here's the menu, here's the different animators, and here's oh. like who would potentially work best with you. And he's right. like, okay, okay. I was like, here's the problem. Here's the problem. When we put you in the room with someone, which we have at the media company, it becomes too agency like. So I'm like, what does Uber do? When you log on to Uber, you don't get to see all the drivers available and look at all the reviews and see what people say, see if they have mints in the car and if they got bottles of water and if there's a dent on the car. No, when you get in the Uber app, you just see a bunch of black cars driving around. It's like someone right. will, someone of decent quality will serve you. And so I'm like, we need to model that so that when you come to work with us, we just pop you in the room with the person that can we know can can handle your project. And if they can't, okay, then we have to do some like troubleshooting and whatnot. But like, let's just put these two people together for some amount of time. You can only talk to that person when you're in the car with them or you like, uh, if you lose something in the Uber car, you can get in contact with them, but it's through an Uber phone number. Right, right. And you don't, yeah, you don't know their names. Like, that's a big question is like, are these people nameless or not? Like with Clipped, the V1, they're nameless. You just submit to Clipped Marketplace and you just get the product back. We're playing with like, do you need to know the name? Well, not beforehand. Maybe like once you start working together, yes. But it doesn't matter uh, at all when you're selecting. And we want to minimize that selection. Um, right. I think it, what, I it comes a, down to, what it comes down to is we know what's best for you creatively. The, the, the double-edged sword here is in media... The client often thinks they know what's best for themselves. Oh, that's what that's makes what us I very sticky. So the difference, this is kind of a brilliant point. I remember I took a psychology class in college and uh, it was talking about the effect of opt-in versus opt-out. So before, uh, there's this thing in Rhode Island where every child that's born, you can just get a free $100 to invest in a, uh, what is a 529 plan, basically college savings account. Free hundred dollars anyone For 18 that signs years up. or something, right? And no one was doing it. And they're like, "Why the fuck is no one doing it?" It's like, "Oh, you had to check a box." And you're like, "Free money? It seems too good to be true. I'm not going to do it." Whereas they switched it, and they're like, "Oh, it's an opt out." So you're automatically enrolled, 
but then you have to uncheck the box to be like, I don't want my child to get this three hundred dollars. And the 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 use skyrocketed to like ninety five percent or whatever from twenty percent. I I forget the numbers, but it was astounding. So it's kind of the same idea. We're like, hey, instead of opting in to one of these creatives, same thing with an Uber. You don't opt in to get Javier to drive you around. You just get paired with them, and then if you want to cancel the ride because you see he's got bad reviews or something, you can do that. And there's there's no mm. risk to you essentially. So we're the same way. We're going to pair you with one of our animators, and it's risk free in the sense that okay, you're you're signing up for say one month with this person, but if you don't like them, you can cancel anytime. There's no contract. There's no nothing, and we'll switch you to another animator, uh, another one that might fit your needs better. So this sort of opt out of who we deem is best for you. And we'll, we'll kind of figure out the kinks to make sure like the animator likes their content. They would like the animator that kind of jive. Those are sort of the details that uh, minimize any sort of issues with the, the customer happiness. But uh, that was our big realization was like, let's see if we can do it in sort of, I didn't use the term opt out before, but just automatically I, I opt out. And go from there. Yeah. You like that. So huh? we're matchmakers. Yeah. Yeah. We're essentially matchmakers. So I was kicking around this idea because this is one of the most important codes we want to crack. And also at the same time, we're on the call and we announced this buddy system. Like we're trying to figure out the best structure for the company. And it's, it's a lot of headaches, a lot of like principal agent problem, which is like, how do you get the employee or contractor to embody the same, uh, like have your same interests in mind. So we want to have profit for the company. We want to scale the company. And we're constantly getting feedback like, hey, it's going to take like till mid February to onboard this client. Like, no, that's costing us tens of thousands of dollars, $20,000 plus goodwill with this person by pushing them back on a wait list. How do we sign them up tomorrow and get everyone in, involved and incentivized in that? It's just a massive fucking headache. So uh, I'm sick of running a company if you haven't realized and <laughs> it's a lot of people. Uh, so it's just, it's a lot. Um, I don't think you ever wanted to run a company. I don't know how you no, got totally, here. totally accidental. I, I'm like, Belky, I, I, I don't, I don't belong here. I, I feel like this is, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm good at like being in my bed at six in the morning, just cooking up ideas, but I don't want to be the person like, uh, organizing all like head of people sort of role yeah. and like motivating and, and all that stuff. Um, that's just not my superpower. So I get into my bed and I, I, I keep thinking about this stuff and I'm like, all right, we get this complex thing and we have clipped media, clipped marketplace. Actually, I don't know my train of thought. I, I actually like following the, the <laughs> text because that's exactly my train of thought. Right. So you halfway can see me through like, is when you had the, 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 there were two lines halfway through when it all, it all <laughs> happened. Hold on, I'll, I'm going to read them all. I'm yeah. just going to go through the, the list. Okay, so first, and we'll have... Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, watch on YouTube because it'll make oh a lot more sense when we roll up. <laughs> but uh, I go to bed at midnight and I'm like, I'm fucking stoked, so excited about biz. And you fell asleep, so I was just on my own at that point. And I'm looking up. I'm like, let's look at some competition. Like, what are the options out there other than Fiverr, other than Upwork for video editing? That's a I great idea. Husky. That's a great idea when you're trying to go to sleep. Is just start doing <laughs> some competition. Well, that's the thing. All my best ideas are at four in the morning. And it's like, I, I feel guilty a lot because I see you doing a lot and you're doing objectively more shit than me for the company. Uh, but then know. once in a while, I have an idea and I'm like, oh, maybe that idea made it worthwhile that I was just like fucking around all day. And it's one of these in sort of this, uh, I forget what the... Oh, that's an Abilene pop. Because I'm like, I would love to just have the 4 a.m. idea. That's the idea of all ideas. I know, but... It, but I get too... The thing I get too I into the to. operations stuff. They're just different superpowers. Right. And that's why it, it works so well. Like the Denny... Or not Denny Miranda. Uh, what's his... Uh, uh, Landon's. Landon, no. uh, yeah. W- that we were on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was saying like, oh, you guys complement each other so well. Because oh, yeah, you, you just think... Um, so this is one of my thinking sessions and I see video Husky and they're like, they do the subscription model. Essentially. It's like seven fifty uh, a month. I'm like, wow, that's cheap as fuck. How do they make money? And, um, I look into it. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. I my brain's going in a different direction. So I looked at that. I guess I got distracted. And I'm like, I don't get it. One of our clients or two of our clients aren't producing much. How are we so inundated? We have 25 animators with uh for six active clients. Like I'm I'm confused. And I'm like, okay, let me radically rethink things. I'm like, all right, here comes the back of the envelope math, which I love. That's like the one of the big takeaways from my entrepreneurship class. And which was one of my top two favorite classes from college was, hey, everything should be back of the envelope math. Like get to the unit economics of everything, see if that makes sense. And then from there, you can scale it. Beautiful. They also said, uh, we had a project where in five years, you had to get to 100 million in revenue. Just absolutely makes you think big on everything. And I love that. So I come in back of the envelope math. We have 50% margins, approximately accurate. Average animator is $1,500 a month. So if on Clip Marketplace... If we could charge $3,000, they'd be just as valuable as Clip Media. So How is that? $3,000 a month. Because oh, we I have see. 50%, 50% margins. Margin. Okay. Yeah. So just double the how much we pay them. Um, so that would come out to $700 a week. So if we can charge $700 a week for an animator, we should shut down media and move everyone to the marketplace. And then I was like, well, technically, I looked at the math and it's like our margins are closer to 60%. Uh, which makes it 850. But to me, simplifying all of Clipped, like we bring everything together. We don't have to worry about uh, like having Jack come in. We don't have to worry about like juggling the two in this little transition period. It's just shut down media. Everything is marketplace, single focus. <laughs> right. That's these are the, these are the two clients. texts at 245 year time. I think we shut down media. <laughs> Clipped is a marketplace. That's halfway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I woke up I to. I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's juicy. Dude, I was up at, uh, I don't know when I went to bed, but I was up and I'm like, I just want Henry to be up. I'm really, I, I want I want you to see this. No, because I get in the I way. Yeah, you gotta you, let me you, rip. You, you let gotta let it breathe. You gotta rip. You gotta let it breathe. So I was like, here's a good thing. All our contracts are about to start or renew. Like we have all these new people coming in in January. And... We tell them they can hire a team directly, use them for any purpose. So right now we have issues with our mesh. We're like, he's not a 10 for 10. He's got to go. Untold, they want long form, got to go. Whereas, oh, thinking of it this way. I didn't even get that. I didn't even, like these people were about to unload, fit on the yes. marketplace. Anybody uh, fits. Uh, if it One fits, size it ships. fits all. Okay. <laughs> it fits it ships. So that's why I'm most stoked because I'm like, we don't need to do this 10 for 10 uh, thing. It's a great package. Squaring of ledges, this, everything. This you, it solves everything. It squares everything. New contracts, it's the new, one domino. The one. <laughs> that's why I was tweaking, dude. Wow. So I'm like, we're Uber Black now at 750 per week. I was kind of taking the average of the two before. Can then I just Uber point out? 500 a week. Well, maybe yeah. this doesn't mean as much to the audience, but I am. I am hearing this as the audience hears this, coming to this conclusion <laughs> as the audience comes to this conclusion. But they don't they don't well, know they don't, they, don't get, they don't know they don't care about all the problems with trying to unload no, these clients that don't fit our model. It's it can it's be a two month it's, headache. It's clearly yeah, we have long term contracts and we don't want to fuck anyone. We wanna work with them in the long term, make them happy. So we've basically been trying to find other animators for these clients. But the problem is we need more animators for ourselves. So we're giving them like second tier, our slop clients or our slop kind uh, of animators. Kind of. And we, we kind of feel bad, but we're unloading. We're losing a lot of money just to get out of these contracts. But now this sort of setup is like, hey, you get access to our animators. You can do whatever you want with them. You just pay this amount per month or week in this case. Unlimited so like, revisions or are we not there yet? They're yours, dude. They're yours. Right. Do whatever. This is Uber Black. Uh, this is this right. is premium. So the point I say here is like we're Uber Black now. It's a high price point, but we're gonna bring that down and we're gonna like go outside to animators because some people don't need animation on everything. We can just give them uh, a standard awesome premiere editor, which is like standard video editing. So clips. What which is which wait, because we were kind of eliminating long form. We were thinking there may come a day where we have to unload some of our long form editors. They still had a place cutting clips, right. but it wasn't a very good fit beyond that. And do you really want to be cutting clips for life if like you love editing? Not media? a chance. Right. Not a fucking chance. So 
um, yeah. And I often have these own, my own, like you want to scratch your own itch. You want to make your own, you want to make a product for yourself. And my issue is like, I don't know if I want clipped necessarily. If it's zero to 60 second, highly animated. Sometimes I just want the video with minimal animation. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if I'd be my or own rough cuts. Right. It doesn't have to be fucking gnarly. And that's why we lost a lot of people is like, hey, it might be overkill. For certain clients, it is. For others, it isn't. So I try and like succinctly say, what is our pitch? Clipped. Hire a world-class animator used by Naval, Alwyn, and Will Smith. $1,000 a week. Cancel or switch animators anytime. That's hot. It's just like a thousand bucks a week. You get the best animators in the world used by the top celebrities and influencers in your space. Cancel, switch anytime. No risk. That's and we're just putting them in a room with that person? Yeah. You just order Uber Black. It shows up. You rip. If you don't like it, you can cancel, refund, do anything, switch animators. That's fine. We have enough demand where we can switch that out with no issue. Do you want to go into circumnavigation? Go okay, go on, go on, go on. Uh, I'm just going to, I got a lot of text here. This is sort of, <laughs> I, I, I want to wait back where we calls. can save all our text from history. Oh, oh, true. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, no, no, no. I'm like, pushing them back, Pop. Okay. I'll just keep, I'm going to keep reading. Ripping. Okay. Our clients are effectively receiving the same deal. So it's nothing. Darmesh could use us. Untold could use us. We're not in competition with ourselves. Wait, can I, can I add something? It's a good lesson. It's from the great CEO within. The second you know you can't make an engagement, it is your obligation mm. to tell that person you are going to be late so that they themselves can manage their time right. and not be waiting for you. It's That's all I'll say. It gets to one thing I wanted to say with Uber, like Rory Sutherland. I, I quote him a lot, actually. Uh Yelled at, well, not yelled at. I, I told Matt the other day, I'm like, hey, you know the elevator buttons to close the door? They don't work. It's just psychology. It's like you hit it, makes you feel. I tested it. I did a little stopwatch to make sure I wasn't bullshitting. It doesn't change anything. <laughs> um, it's just like, oh, I, I did my part. Same thing with probably crossing the street and those little buttons. But Uber, they solved this big problem of you're looking for a taxi. If you don't see one, you get worried. It's like, how, when is it going to show up? You don't know. Versus what you said before. You pop open the app and you see a bunch of cars driving around, which they're fake, they by the way. Faking. Yeah, they're fake. Yeah, I'm reading the book. Super pumped. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But basically, people just want to know, what's the ETA? Like, when am I going to be picked up? Then I can organize my life around that. And that's kind of what's... Uh, Even if it's in, longer in than case. like what reality would be, knowing is better right. than the wishy-washy volatility. And that's what we say, kind of... I'll get into this in a bit, but one of the most important things for our team is just communication. And by communication, we just mean we want an ETA. Like give us a rough ETA. That way we know you're alive and we know what to expect. Uh, beyond that, And then we can fight for you. A huge yeah. deal. So I tell them basically kind of what I said before. We're like, with Zach of The Untold, I'm trying to find him an animator, but an animator that wouldn't work with us. So I'm kind of giving him this shittier animator and I feel bad, but we're giving him a great deal. So it makes sense. But he's like, Hey, what happens if they leave or they're not awesome? Uh, can you help me find another one? And I'm like, fuck, well, we got to hire 25 of our own. But now it's like, sure. Thousand bucks a week, do whatever you want with them. Hmm. And now there's, we're just hiring animators. That's all our company is, is just go hire. Which a is bunch all of we've really now. done. Right. Mostly. But we just do it, it better. Yeah. Like our job, we're talking about, oh, for the next month, we're going to be in the spaceship. All we're doing is hyper growth, hiring as many animators. Like Henry and I are going to fly out to the Philippines and figure it the fuck out. But that's just our job forever. forever. That is our job is just hiring, bringing people to the marketplace. That's our focus. Because the demand is there. People that are uh, A plus we'll, we'll pass some quality control of communication, uh, edit style and speed or whatever it is. Exactly. Like you don't get on the so, platform unless you pass th- those tests. I keep ripping. Uh, we're Uber Black now, $1,000 a week. We're using our existing team who's already familiar with the process. We collaborate to build the best experience possible, then scale to lower price points. So basically, we already have our team. And nothing in the structure with our existing clients is really changing. Oh, like, hey, wow. See, I didn't get this. It, this didn't compute. It, it's, it's all here. <laughs> it's like... You already have two animators on your buddy system. 
that's plus a little bit of GA and some oversight, but that essentially costs 10 grand and you're existing 10 for 10. That also costs 10 grand here because it's like a little over four grand for each animator that you hire, which is like, call it eight, nine grand. And then plus the little extra of like graphic artists tapping into the resources. It comes out to the same. So we're, we're transitioning all our clients over again, which we tend to do a lot, but nothing is effectively going to change because they're already communicating directly with our team. So it's no big deal. It's literally the buddy system just restructured in terms of how people pay. And the clients we currently have, they can either keep doing roughly 10 clips a month or they can do whatever they want. Right. We were pigeonholing. This is better for them because now you can do whatever you want. We don't right. have to force them. What if, 10 what for if 10. they were coming to us as an agency because you and I have an idea of what they should do for content? That is one of the concerns. I listed out like 20 different concerns. One of them was strategy. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, what is our strategy? Consistently make consistency, cool right? So that's just okay. it. So we kind of, uh, I'll get into it in a bit with concerns, but one of them is like, we make a crash course for both the customer or the uh, creator, we can call them, and then a crash course for the creative. So the animator in this case, and they both have crash course, like here's how to work together. Here's how to make this awesome. Um, we can sort of automate that. So we remove ourselves. Okay. Then I keep going. Um, so yeah, we want to start at a thousand and then work our way down to uh, lower the price. The main issue, kind of the issue with Fiverr and other things is going outside the platform because this is literally direct arbitrage. Um, so how do we add value and make it so that both the creative and the customer don't want to circumvent us. And this is an interesting problem. Um, do you want to, do you want me to just keep reading or do you want to like talk about how you would, you would think about this? Well, I had a I'm completely curious. separate question. Um, I guess before we go into circumventing, what's, what's video Husky's deal? Why don't people go there? Five uh, days per week, well, 750 realized, bucks a month, you know, it's unlimited revisions. I looked at one there, their first video, like they're a video company. Their sales video is kind of shitty. Uh. And this gets back to what I talked about with Don yesterday is he was like, how is this different than just any other agency that's going to find me an editor or an animator? I'm like you can do that, but we we're not even qualified to review the animators. We have the best animators in the world. Literally Naval and all these billionaires are begging for them to work for them. They're reviewing everyone that comes through and we're like, these are approved by Clipped, the animators that work on the best content in the world, and we're giving them to you for $1,000 a week. It's like, oh, okay. That screening process so it's that's our, okay. social proof of we work with the best, that's, that's our angle, at least at the start. And then going forward, it's going to be that process of screening that no one else has. Because you go on fire, it's overwhelming. We do all that work for you. We just spit it to you. If you don't like them, you can always switch but we're going to give you who we think is the best. Yeah. Okay, so circum circumventing so the platform ripping. because this is this is a problem on Upwork. I think I've even tried to do it. It's like you go there, you find someone, Upwork takes fees, both of you are like, "Well, shit, we should probably just do this via email." But you can't. Right. Fiverr same deal. In the terms and conditions. Uh Fiverr has some tools where like if they see you exchanging phone numbers or emails in the direct messaging, they'll like flag it and they'll warn you and they'll like do all these things. And you can get kicked off the platform for doing that. Right. Right. So that, and I think I forget what the, the cut is or the take, but it's, it's probably 10 or 20%. It's not that high or it's, it's decent, but compared to us at 50% work much, much higher. Oh, is Rent that what it would are be? Like, where yeah. that's baked in. Because we're taking in $1,000 a week, but it only costs us $500 a week. Got it. For the animator and sort of some of the resources. So basically, that's the big issue is like, okay, there's this big margin. Uh, what keeps them from going away? So that's where oh, I'm, right. I'm playing around you with got, still. You got to the one-liner. Um, and let's, let's get there because that was very clear for me. And actually, Where? it's it's the reason um, 
it's the reason people have rejected my advances on Fiverr to just email them. It's the fact that they want job security. If they hang out right. on Fiverr or if they hang out on Clipped and they follow the rules, they get all of our benefits. Yes. But if they're working with a brand new podcast that's just kind of fucking around, they also have the job right. security for when that podcast disappears, when that Henry on Fiverr disappears because he's a maniac. Oh, I have the next job lined up through Clipped. It's secure. Right. And I've I've heard this. I've seen like reviews of people say, oh, I tried to go off the platform. They got me on WhatsApp and then they ghosted me. And now I'm like, oh, fuck, is Fiverr going to take me back? And they don't want to be fucked. This is the number one thing that we, we've seen it ourselves and we've heard it before with, especially in the Philippines, is rather than say risk-taking and ambition, which there still is that, but to much a, a much lesser degree, they tend to prioritize security. Like, am I going to be able to feed my family? have a just a good life that's the most important thing so in this model that i'm proposing it's hey we're gonna guarantee you x amount of money like i'll kind of get to the numbers but you don't have to worry about that just stay on the platform you don't go off it we're gonna guarantee you money we're gonna give you severance if anything ever happens and you decide to leave i don't know but if we can if you do, do that leave, if they're independent well, contractors i don't know if you can do that okay uh thank you General counsel, whatever it might be, um, we can bake that in somewhere else and kind of whatever. But say if you go off the platform, we're never allowing you back. You're blacklisted. So if if you're concerned about security, and obviously we're going to treat you well, we're going to kind of I get into some of this, but like we can even get to weekly pay with the animators. Always pay on time. Always just be amazing to work with. They're never going to want to leave to yes make more money, but that's not necessarily their main ambition. Their main ambition, and we even have this with some of our team that we're trying to promote to managers. It's like, hey, I came here to just edit. I just love creating. And I don't really want to manage people necessarily. Right. So we're like, okay, awesome. Just just do that. And we're going to guarantee that. Um, so I, I kind of talk about that. I also talk about how uh, similar to like a real, uh, real estate uh, agency. Is that what you call it? Realtor agency? I don't know. Realty? Bit, real... I, I forget hey, what they're tough. called, but um, basically they give, they do like the marketing and they take a cut of everything a realtor makes, but they give the marketing, they, they bring in the clients, they like, they help with all that stuff. So similarly, we could maybe have a pool of basically what we already do with time cutters and graphic artists, and they can just tap those resources whenever they need, um, along with all the software that we, we offer that can kind of, I don't know, legally if we can, well, we can probably do it. Um, it doesn't really matter legally for a little bit, but uh, the point is they're kind of incentivized from that angle too to want us because they don't want to have to figure out how to have their own graphic artists. And they don't I'm like seeing doing you, that work. I'm, I'm zooming out 10 years, seeing you in the Netflix do documentary um, in slow motion. Oh, it doesn't have to be legal for <laughs> a bit. <laughs> it goes black and white and then... <laughs> The gates closed. No, I'll, I'll be in there for another reason. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the problem when I say these things is like now you could go in the future and like if there's anything I ever did, they're like, oh, Dylan knew about it. And like, anything no, you say can gotta watch be out. used against you. So then I make this point, and there are a lot of texts. So we're just going to rip them all. I really like this. So just bear I'm with us. I'm having a blast, Pop. Hey, glad you got the bean juice, you double stemmed. Uh, so I said, basically, the service 10 for 10 becomes oh, the product. We, we one ain't for even one. there yet. Okay, okay. One more time 10 for 10. The service, because we try to make it a product, but it's still technically a service. The service 10 for 10 becomes the product one for one. Oh. One world class animator for 1K a week. And that is the thing, it's the offer. Like, my whole mentality is we know the gold is here. It's it's somewhere and we're mining for it. But what you're looking for is that super simple offer. You just want to simplify, simplify, simplify. So it's a no-brainer. It's almost like a, a caveman would accept that deal. That's what you want. And it's like one for one. Oh, <laughs> one awesome animator. One video per week. I, I don't know what. But uh, you want to speak to the basically like the caveman brain of people and one for one. To me, at least, it makes a ton of sense. It is expensive, but people are already paying this. 
Yeah, the so second I told my dad, he was like, what's 10 for 10? I'm like, you're not a caveman. All right, onward. <laughs> you two evolved. He said, then what's 10 uh, so for 10 for 10? I'm like, hey, slow down. <laughs> so I, I kind of get into stuff about how to keep people job security, like I said before. <laughs> I can use some terms. And then I'm okay. Then I get into the principal agent problem that we have. It's it's like, how do you make sure our incentives are aligned? We both want to make the most money uh, in the long term by keeping happy customers engaged. I think so people I say, should go to school and only learn the principal agent problem. That's it. It's everything. That's Naval's thing. Well, it is everything. It's like, I think about it a lot. I'm like 10 for 10. We're kind of principal agent there. We're, we're shoving 10 for 10 down their throat. That might not be the best for them. They might not need 10 for 10. But we're like, hey, take it. Whereas now with one for one, we're a lot more aligned. We're like, you know what's best for your company? We're just going to give you that awesome animator and rip. I'm only worried about the people that don't know what's best for their company. But I think the crash course, we can solve those issues. I'll get into, we'll talk about some concerns. This is going to be a long one. Uh, But I keep talking. So I'm like, okay, we looked at sort of the demand side to some extent. Let's look at the supply side. Like, what are we actually paying? How do we get our incentives aligned? And we've been fucking around with this. Incentives are so tricky. And it's actually uh, Charlie Munger. He says, if you can work on incentives, make that the only thing you work on. Because they run the world. So, uh, and that's behind the principal agent problem. So I say, at least for black, every animator is paid 1500 to 2500 depending on reviews. Guaranteed income. Five-star review for that client is a $500 bonus. If three clients decide to switch you out, you're downgraded to UberX. Like you get bumped down a tier and you're going to be at a lower pay level. Ladders and levels, which is something we keep referencing. Um, dude, this could work. I, I like step out of it. I'm like, <laughs> I like, I like the, the positive self-talk in there. It's <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like crazy, but then I look. I, I was going through and rereading all my texts. That's why I say, dude, this would work. Because I, I send it all and then I start from the top and I reread it. I'm like, dude, this could work. Because um, you're not there. It's just me talking I've, to myself. I've gone through it three times and it still holds up. Dude, this could work. <laughs> yeah. so it hasn't like, broken. We're no longer running an agency. We're running a freelancer marketplace. Concern is it's less fun for the team. But after my suicidal scribble <laughs> experience today, I don't think we have much fun as it is. It's and like, we think it's fun. But yeah, I think is, the point there is like 10% of the it's time. A, it's an all remote company. We don't do any meetings. Everyone's working on projects themselves. It's not right. It's probably not that fun. It's just a really secure job. Right. I think that's the most important. We, we like to think, but we don't like meetings, like you said. So we're pushing away from fun things. Um, I talk about our highest paid uh, animator. Um, and then I'm wondering about the pay structure. This is me, like my active thoughts, which is what's fun to me. Um, but I'm like, Koi, say he's paid more than another editor on our team. Then how do we figure out that difference and account for it? Well, I, I think, well, let me just read what I say. That's what this I think. Is smart. We let the client reviews dictate the bonuses. What do we care about? Happy clients that stay subscribed. That's it. Pretty much a happy client because they'll stay subscribed. How do we measure this? <laughs> I like I like when I ask myself questions. Because like <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a one-sided one communication out here. <laughs> so I'm like, happiness. Okay, let's measure the first one. Happiness. Every month, That's customers actually rate so the service. Crazy. That is so crazy. There's a text that where I- you're asking yourself questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally <laughs> you did two in a row <laughs> it's crazy yeah i do you it partly just for said, me partly for you yeah no you could have just said um instead of saying what do we care about happy clients that stay subscribed you could have just said we care about happy clients that stay. but no you got to ask the question you're alone in a room. Gotta ask the question. I want you engaged, and it's it's me talking to myself in the dark, naked. <laughs> Happiness. Every month, customers rate the service from one to five. Five equals a five hundred dollar bonus. Four equals we ask them how to make it a five. So basically, four is where we're we're kind of content. Like we're not going to bonus you, but we're not going to fuck you for any reason. Um, if it's below a four, that'll be like one strike or something like that potentially. Uh, that way, we kind of have the skin in the game. 
where both you get the upside, but you're also on the hook for some of the downside. For re- your reviews, right, and how you conduct yourself. Which is awesome because right now we have this issue of how do we measure customer happiness or client happiness? We're not really in the trenches. We don't know how happy everyone is. But if we're just focused on the marketplace, this is our number one goal to keep happy customers subscribed. We're going to be measuring the shit out of their happiness and making sure we do everything to keep them subscribed. So it's going to be a lot more laser focused. It's going to be a better experience overall for them. So then I, I kind of switch in my head. I'm like, okay, subscribed every month. They're still subscribed. We give a $500 bonus to that animator. But then I'm like, okay, maybe that's too much. Uh, basically, base rate for everyone is $1,500. So you could make up to $2,500. But the bar is pretty low for five stars because like, generally people are nice and don't want to... Like, I always give five stars in Ubers and stuff. Um, so I'm playing around with stuff. But then I'm like, okay, simple monthly pay. $1,500 base. Every five-star review, you get 250 bucks. If they're still subscribed by the end of that month, you also get 250 bucks. It's like Got you. this double incentive. I want to keep them happy. I want to make sure they're still engaged. Everyone paid more than they are now because right now our max pay is like eighteen hundred. Um, so you could, in theory, make up to two thousand dollars if you're good. And we have some animators below the current this base, so it would get everyone up to an awesome level. And then I try and summarize it for you, just because I'm like that was a fucking shitstorm. Also for myself, because I'm like, let me make sure this all makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, clipped <laughs> equals marketplace. One for one. One world-class animator for 1K a week. Uber Black Now, Uber X, and Uber Pool for lower prices later. Monthly animator economics. Sort of those unit economics we're talking about. 4K, basically a little over 4K revenue. A little over 2K expenses. That means $2,000 in profit. Every single animator that we bring in is $2,000 profit a month. So call it almost 25 grand a year, but then account for some expenses. So it's like about 20K. Every animator we bring in every year is worth 20K to us. So if you have 25 animators, which our current team is, that's 50K a month in pure profit between Henry and I in this case. So then I'm like, okay, what are the next steps? Five steps to scale. Transition all clients to this model, <laughs> which kind of sucks because we've been doing it a lot, but it's actually the easiest transition ever because nothing's really changing and it's actually better for our clients like Darmesh and Untold. Step two, refine the customer experience. So I want to make sure we test it all out. We like make sure there aren't any cracks in this uh, pipe before we try and add more pressure to it um, and, and expand it. Uh, I guess that analogy doesn't quite make sense, but uh, we're just going to test everything to make sure everything's awesome. And then we'll start scaling up from there. How do we scale? Step three, we buy ads to attract world-class animators. This is what we were talking about on our last call. We're like, we're going to spend 50 grand next month just on marketing to bring in more animators. Here, that's kind of step three. That's what we want to focus on because that's our, our main job or two main jobs. is like bring in animators, make sure everyone's happy. Step four, build Clip X and pool so we can, uh, with all these excess applicants, because we are screening people, so they might not be ready for uber uh black but they would fit for the uber x or clipped which solves i've always thought like well why don't we just train people we have this we have this funnel problem with getting people in it is like you're either the best or you're not and we're doing the best work and that's true but this this platform's now a spectrum so people can move up and uh they can move up they can move down they can go anywhere it's kind of bringing them to where they should probably be more or less and a Mm -hmm. lot fairer way than we currently have when i look about the free market it's a little bit dangerous but we're guaranteeing them money so the security is still there and like ultimate step step five before it was get bought out but i thought it'd be funny i'm like buy fiber fuck it we're gonna run the world there are so many because of these chips on my shoulder there are so many places i just want to buy and shut down i've told you i'm not gonna name names here but you can expect if anything dylan just said we will be buying you and shutting you down <laughs> yeah, a lot of chips uh don't cross man, us prefer not uh <laughs> sorry it's inside joke um yeah i think that's that's it for uh at least the the text brain blast wow. i kept going in my notes but i, I wanted to end on that gardaloo ended with gardaloo two things we we need to do maybe you could outline some concerns um but and we're not going to do it we need to do it offline. We can't do... Uh, I'm going to have a stroke if we do it here. But we need to do that kind of Amazon uh, setting aside an empty seat. 
in the room with us, those empty seats are the perspective of an animator, that mm. persona, and the perspective of a client. Ah, uh, that's from Darmesh, right? Oh, is that, you da- get that from Amazon? D? I think it was Amazon. Darmesh had a video empty chair, and I remember yeah. I sucked on the thumbnail. Yeah, the empty um, chair rule, right? So it's like, well, what does AJ think about everything you just said? And Darmesh as a client, right. what does he think about everything you just said? Because I know in and my head, like Darmesh doesn't really. Darmesh wants us to figure out his strategy problems. He doesn't want to do it himself and bring them to the platform. But that's a whole different conversation. Right. What's nice is I think it would work for all our current clients. Actually, the I wanted to tell you this before this call with Jonathan because I'm like, hey, we just sell them this. We can immediately test it. We don't need the empty chair. <laughs> We're just like Jonathan's in the chair. So you come into the call now. I, I kind of want to hear his pushback and... Get it. Unless, unless you just relay it to me after. I don't want to like fuck up the one-on-one vibe. It might be better one-on-one, honestly. Um, but yeah, I wanted you to see. pitch this to he him. He signed so to talk before. to both of us. By okay. the way, this is from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You always, you always have... To, we've talked about this. You got to have a cat, a partner that you like. You can hear things, but you don't want to be committal on the phone. You got to take it to your partner. It can be your cat. It can be your dog. So we show up right. to these calls one-on-one and then you're like, well, I, I got to talk to some people. So you don't have to do stuff on the phone. But... One thing I did learn, I took this from Naval and Matt Machery. They had a, a video about hiring a CEO. And for some reason, they talked about these sort of calls. And you don't want to be caught off guard. Often the calls are unnecessary. So you're like, hey, can I get a preview of what we're going to talk about on the call? It's like a nice way of asking for an agenda. And often they'll give you that preview. And they'll just be like, oh, here are the answers that you were looking for. You don't even need the call. Or you get on the call and you're more informed. And it's just a more productive call. Best case so scenario, I, I you just the hit the day. preview with bullet well. points. It's phenomenal. Um, so, what did you say before that? Oh, yeah, I want to be on that call. I just think test it out. Fair. The empty chair rule is cool, but we, the nice thing is we don't even need the empty chair because that's for like a startup startup, especially. We're, True, we, already, we know we know a we lot have of product these market fit. We're just making right. sure the model makes sense so we can test it on both sides. Um, let me look well, through. What if I got a bunch of notes. What you could do is you could take half of our clients or you, you could really sell this thing to just first the people we have to unload. Right. Because they're not right. to, to the people manage the some of the need. downside. Yeah. Right. And, and then, then if, if it works for back. them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep uh, talking to each other. No, sorry. I talked a lot. Um, but... Okay, a couple things, a couple notes, and then I want to get into concerns because it's just interesting, and I want to have a record of this in the future. Yeah, hurry you're up, still come here. Um, if you're still here, you're two? welcome. You are welcome. That was just a crash Bombs. course in I don't know economics, startups, a million well, things. That's kind of my point. Is what's interesting with the business, like where we are currently, uh, executives running the ship. Um, I'm going to change the analogy. We're we're basically giving this block of marble. We're like, we know this marble is valuable. It's awesome. It's all our animators. People want to buy the marble, but not really in its current form. So how do we shape it? What is the most attractive where the, where the Michelangelo is trying to create the David? And before 10 for 10 was like fucking David without, uh, it was like David with fucking, I don't know. No nose. Weak. He didn't look cool. He didn't have an ass or something. Or like, I, I don't know what the, how to hold the analogy, but basically we're, we're trying to carve a, this beautiful sculpture and we're getting a lot and a lot closer. At least it feels that way. We haven't tested it. This was just uh-huh. 10 hours ago that I thought about it and it might backfire, <laughs> but I think it solves a lot of problems and it would scratch our own itch. Cause I'm like, I personally, now that I have the money, I would spend a thousand dollars a week if I just had a dedicated, amazing world-class animator and they're just ripping on my channel. I That's would how this all started. Probably do that. Um, Easy, probably, right? We got to... Well, it's We just, have to certainly if, do that. No, Everything, I would certainly do UberX. I'm just not sure if I'm rich enough ah, yet to right, do Uber right, Black. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, this okay, started that's, because that's, you did UberX, which was... You know, Erica and Ken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so let me get through some some other thoughts on some animation. Okay. So yeah, basically one thing that I like from Airbnb when they were creating 
their product was how do we make this a 13 star experience? What would that look like? And then let's scale back to 10. Like always go above. We do this with, with our team to think bigger, go to the extreme, go to the 10 X and then figure out how to scale it back to what's more feasible today. Um, I, I want to do that where it's like, you need an editor, you hit a button as if you're calling an Uber and then it tells you ETA, your clip's oh, going to be yeah. done in two hours. It's just amazing like that. And that's kind of what, what I love about being an actual product is you can laser focus on this and not worry about the little like back and forth customer strategy and stuff like that, that kind of bogs you down, gets you distracted. Like I was on a call for almost two hours the other day and it ruined my day, <laughs> but it was awesome. Like I love the call. It's just like, I couldn't do anything else after. So let me let, rip through some concerns. Do we have nine minutes, Spokey? Yeah. Less. Okay. Um, why don't you concern? throw them out? And then if this comes out in time, people can comment on this video and they can say, hey, here's what I think and how I would use the marketplace and what I think about everything you said. How about that? Well, we have a queue of like 20 videos, so we'll see. But um, maybe we push it. Boom or bust by then. Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna bring up the concern. You bring up how you'd solve it and I'll see if okay. our answer is the same. A little All fun right. game. How about that? Yeah. Uh, clients paying for China and Koi the same rate. Oh, sorry. I'm using names, but like Koi's our all-star. So like he, he's just on like everyone says he's not on another level. So like substitute any name. Uh, right. Like, I think you crowdsource this with reviews. And like you said, you you pay based on the quality of your output as an editor and then some bonus structure that's based on reviews. Right. So hopefully everyone moves forward to Koi. I think at the end of the day, it's just like we're guaranteeing this basic level. Beyond that, you're just lucky if you got. Koi is also just like uh, he's the best at what we need right now. Right, he's he might not, not be the best. Right, he's just really quick with what we do. Um, but he's also awesome. So who knows? He's probably awesome with everything. Um, one other concern, I got a bunch, so we'll rip through. Hey, you weren't shaming you know, China, by the way. That, I know. That I, just, I don't mean to say that. It's more so yeah. Koi's uh, just a god. He's been declared by our team as a god, so I think that's right. Alien. China's just like China's a good. That she's China's on an OG. Like, the front of my mind. Um, no internal review. So right now we have the head of six review the content. Now we're just giving them the animator. So we don't have that internal review. What do we do? Hmm. It depends. Most of our review is grammar and stuff. If people are just editing video, I don't know how much grammar comes into play. Right. If you think about one of my vlogs, for instance, practically no grammar. There's no text in the vlog. Right. That's one thought. Uh, that doesn't need need review, but... Yeah. So basically, I was like, hey, um, it's good enough without our review normally. Uh, usually, like you said, it's grammar. We have a fix for that. And... We have a fix for that really with short form content. Oh. So that'll be something to think about. True. That's a good point. Um, but then longer form, hey, you just fucking... That's your problem. But... Uh, <laughs> Then well, you're, you're unloading you can, the review onto the client. Right. Which could be which, better or worse. We'll basically give them the crash course. So it's like, here's how to review. Here's how to give feedback to the creative. And then also, if you're really concerned but have the budget, just hire two and tell them to give feedback to each other. And that's like how you can get better creative feedback. True. Um, there are probably better solutions, but um, lonely. Like it's lonely because now you go from the buddy system to you just hired by one person okay i'm envisioning at one point um uber rented out like the entire las vegas strip and they hired all these crazy djs and there was just like uber fest and it was crazy and uh it was bad for a lot of reasons i think we do that clipped fest clip fest it is <laughs> uh yeah i think that plus just like more hangouts stuff like that i don't know we can have our head of people figure out how to coordinate these things but it's not that Meet much ups, different than what yeah. we're already doing um, and we can put more money and attention to it. Uh, what happens with oh, I clipped the brand? Like, uh, what happens with all our say all in edits, Naval edits? Um, that, okay, that's not a big concern. I basically yeah. said we'll just reserve a team for that. Um, security, we talked about uh, billing. I'll just go through this because a couple of them are quick. Billing, I'm like, hey. Uh, it's charged, it's billed monthly. So you're billed monthly, but if you cancel kind of like any other subscription you have till the end of the month to keep using the service, but you can also just switch animators. We're happy to do that. And maybe we'll like 
give some incentive so you're not uh, fucked as much if you do. <laughs> um, how do you with onboarding? How do they not waste time? Like right now, we have this sort of like week or two weeks ahead of time where we get up to speed with the client, the branding, everything like that. We don't charge them for that. That's just so we can hit the ground running. How do they hit the ground running where they're not paying this week, but they don't get an edit for another week or two? I think you give them the crash course or we have some amazing onboarding flow that walks them through. Upload your footage here. Fill out a story brand brand script here. Tell us who is the hero, who's the guide, what's the plan, who's the villain, whatever. Um, I told you this yesterday. Basically, walk them through all the frameworks that we walk our three team through, and just automate them. Right. So by the time they're done right. with those frameworks, the teams, their their animators, ready to rip. This is what I love about code: is you're solving the same problem over and over, so you can just automate it, and that's what onboarding would be in that case. Yeah, we just do that manually. Uh, oh, we got to get on Bubble Pop. Yes. I know, I know. Pretty soon. Okay. Uh, one thing that was annoying is credit card fees is three percent. So the nice thing is we charge us all on credit card. That's what you've been dreaming of. Uh, the problem is if we're doing, say, 100K in revenue right now, then we're going to pay three grand a month and it's only going to get higher, which is kind of annoying. Not a big deal for convenience. But yeah, um, for, for convenience and all of the things we deal with because we're not right. a credit card product, probably worth it. But it's it. just funny because we're going to be charging like five grand essentially and credit cards. And like, why do you pay 3%? Like, it's just one transaction. Can you charge us like five bucks for the, but that's Old why rules. that made me think of crypto because crypto uh-huh. doesn't matter. You're just going to pay one fee, kind of like a wire. I'm like, can we accept crypto? Cause that's kind of a, this growing it's market for us. Maybe um, strategy. I, I got like three more. That's strategy. my biggest one. What do we that's do? My biggest that? one is people coming to us to be the white glove agency. Uh, we'll figure right. that out. Crash that course. is the uh, biggest in my head. Trust. Trust that we're going to give them an awesome animator. Social proof. Review system. Good price. Cancel anytime. No, you know, uh, it doesn't cost you anything to try. And then it's just the, the pool of resources. Uh, I don't know if that's even viable, but having the time cutter, the graphic artist coordinating all of that, like how you tap into it. I think there's just some concerns there, but we don't have to go over them. All right, Pop. Basically... Point being, this is one of those interesting points where we think we might have figured out a new potentially interesting business model, a lot more scalable, a lot more interesting. We don't need Jack in this case, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. We just heads down. We focus on this. We're all excited about it. We move everyone over and just scale from there. I don't have I'm any major concerns. I'm excited this afternoon like to it. let our accountant, our tax consultant, my father, oh. and Jack know about all this. They are going to love the new flip-flop. And they're going to love that the last email, I said we're going to be a C-Corp, and now we're going to be an LLC. Yes, sir. And with that, Gardaloo. <laughs> Gardaloo!